0: of the Podcast Dungeon, you have come across another goddamn horror podcast
1: with Graham Fay, Jonas Barnes, and Ryan Danby.
2: <laughs> A proud member of the Morbidly Beautiful Podcast Network. welcome everybody to yet another goddamn horror podcast i am one of your hosts i am ryan danley coming to you from um a dark and dreary portland oregon it's very fall here um you know it's weird to like have recorded the episode already and then come back and talk <laughs> about this like 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 i feel like there's some muster unmusted from me like you that's, know fair. that's fair that's fair I mean, Do you want me I mean to we sing did just intro? We, uh, no. we did
1: just have a pretty fucking dope episode. So. Yeah, we did, we did. Yeah.
2: We, we were able to like talk to somebody who uh, um, we're huge, huge, huge fans of, and um, like it's uh, uh, this show has been, you know, like like a great show for us. We have we have very loyal fans, and we have a lot of like you know repeat listeners, and we have uh, good. Uh, global coverage and things like that and we I We have really, the
0: army I, of the goddamn. We
2: have the army of the goddamn. We have all of those things and you know and I love all of that but the the still the thrill of getting to talk to like these famous artists are um is uh, is really one of the best things I've ever um i don't want to say famous i just mean like talented and like amazing like it's right. like uh, like uh it's just really one of the best things i've ever done and that's like a life lifelong- they're famous to us yeah they're famous to us and like and like I, like I'm, like whatever <laughs> fame is whatever but like it's like we're talking about like people i really respect as creators and uh and Oof. people are going out there and and doing this and like and making movies and the fact that we were able to like um uh, get her on this is uh is really great should we should we just uh skip all the rest of the talking or do we want to talk about brooklyn <laughs> and shit or should we just i mean skip?
1: brooklyn's also dark and dreary it's very yeah. fall, okay so. cool we're all, yeah. we're all we're all, we're all yeah, yeah. dark
2: and dreary and um anyways um stay for this episode um it starts right now
1: it, starts it right does now. right now like right now Gigi Saul Guerrero, thank you so much for coming on to the show tonight. We're super excited to have you on. Um, Tell the people a little bit about you, who you are, what you do.
3: Oh, well, thank you so much. After 100 messages that you sent me. (laughs) I think it was time time that I listened to you. (laughs) No, thank you guys so much for having me. Uh, For those listening, hola amigos, how are you? So my name is Gigi Saul Guerrero. I'm as Mexican as it gets, can be a good thing, can be a scary thing. Most <laughs> Latinas definitely a scary toxic thing. So <laughs> run away now while you can, because I'm coming. And I'm a I'm a genre filmmaker, I'm an actor, I'm also a voice actor for a lot of cartoons and uh, I'm just an overall lover of of filmmaking
1: well seriously thank you so much for coming on tonight like we're really excited about this i've been a fan of your stuff for a long time and most recently i want to jump into the most recent thing that i saw from you which as you call it latino as fuck the (laughs) satanic hispanics um wow like i was so first off like i think with anthologies kind of like in general like, people always go into them not knowing if it's all of them are going to be good or if, like, only segments are going to be good, you know, et cetera. And I think, like, with yours, it, like, with your segment specifically, and I might butcher the pronunciation of this, I don't know, but Nahuales is that what it is?
3: Jonas, you're hey. more Mexican than me. <laughs> <laughs> what tequila did you drink? <laughs> I know, right?
1: I, you know, not for six years, but, you know, what? Yeah. it's still in my blood. Um, okay but that one specifically so like the thing is with satanic hispanics is like the flavors of all the different like in all the different entries like there's comedy in there there's straight up gore in there there's ghosts in there but then when you get to yours you have yours that's like steeped in this mexican folklore and like tell us a little bit about how that came how that came up because like honestly your entry is in my opinion the best one out of all of them just because it hits all the different marks of horror that i like so how did you how did you decide to do that for your entry
3: oh that's so nice man thank you so much well i mean i I, i'm so excited that satanic hispanics got you know the the amount of viewing it did and buzz i think it was time that us crazy latinos got together and and actually you know performed Satan is knocking and I, <laughs> <then> I <laughs> got together and, and made an anthology that really represents us. And I really wanted to do this project because just like the two producers, Mike Mendez, who did the wraparound and Alejandro, who did the last segment that everyone remembers for a reason that you will. see <laughs> <laughs> It's hilarious. <laughs> um, they, too, were feeling that a lot of the Latino content it's very stereotypical. And it continues to be the same stories over and over and over and only seeing us in one and only light cartel stories, uh, typical crime, just the the things we know already. And they themselves just wanted something that showcases that every Latino is different. And one thing that I agree with them was, you think somebody's Latino, oh, they must be all Mexican. And that's not true
4: mm-hmm.
3: and i was so excited to do this and even though yes i am mexican <laughs> this was the opportunity to actually go back home to mexico and shoot there for the first time and it's thanks to this project every project i've done since has been in mexico because so i can't help but keep going back because that's the way it is and i had been shooting here in vancouver canada Trying to make it look like Mexico for too long, <laughs> wow, ran out of locations and actors to make it look like. Mexico. <laughs> sure, sure. It was time, and it was time to be super authentic and and actually go back home and and to now tap into more of your question, like why Nahuales. So I'm just surprised nobody has made a movie on Nahuales. Nahuales is like our Mexican werewolves, you know, like oh, cool. <laughs> literally, like if you want to. Put it in easy terms, it's like the ancient werewolves of Mayan culture. So it's yeah. this belief, this magical belief that Nahuales are people um, from the Mayan community that can actually shapeshift. So they're shapeshifters, I guess, uh, into their inner spirit spirit animal. So all you guys got a Nahual inside you, but what animal is that? And always, nahuales have been looked at as, some, as something scary, something forbidden, something of the occult. When really, it's it's actually a beautiful thing. But what has made it so scary throughout the years, and you know, with Catholicism that's come into our country and all these changes, nahuales started to use uh, witchcraft with. The magic of shape-shifting started to use it for vengeful, more bloodthirsty acts rather than using their spiritual animal for for good things, for the sure. good nature, sure. et cetera, et cetera. So obviously, of course, today, anybody that's a an Nahual or talks about that, it's like super scary and don't get near them because it's witchcraft with Santeria and all these creepy things and... Anybody that's on a wild, it's a terrifying animal. You're like, you're like We look at it as a bad thing. And I guess, man, I guess I was just in a bad mood making this movie. <laughs> I, I, am, like, I am clearly very violent in this film. <laughs> it's a very violent movie. And I was just very tired to also see very little indigenous represent, uh, representation in genre. and And I was like, this could be like a mix of me saying something to the industry, like here I am, I am Mexican. And at the same time, like saying to all the rejection I've had as a filmmaker while at the same time, just wanting to do something as authentic as I could. Um, And I think genre allows you to shock people while still telling a message. So
4: yeah, that's super
3: cool. It
0: has like a parallel to like the queer community too, and how horror is kind of inherently queer in that, Th- you know, gay people were, were were shunned, and it was evil, and it was super bad, especially by the church and stuff. And, I
4: agree. And mm-hmm.
0: it's beautiful, actually, when you really like accept it and stuff. So, yeah, that's that's awesome. It's such a cool fucking uh, the, the sounds so
1: cool. Yeah, well, so like they ha- they haven't awesome seen it. Is, I have.
3: Oh, sorry, sorry, Jonas. I get excited.
1: No, no, it's okay. <laughs> no, you get so excited and talk all about it. Yeah, yeah.
3: The one cool thing that you brought up the sound was, so my producer Rainer, who's produced all of the stuff I've done, he said, okay, we go to Mexico. We got to go to the heart, to the heart of where Nahuales come from. And this is the the location we shot at was in Catemaco, Veracruz. And that is one Mm -hmm. of the most dangerous places of Mexico, not because of the cartel, but it's because that is the birthplace of witchcraft. It's got the Mako where we shot. So I was like, yeah, buddy, let's go. Mm-hmm. So we, went, <laughs> we took the entire crew there. Of course, we had security and all that, because <laughs> this is a place where, yeah, like people, you know, do crazy shit. Mm-hmm. The Mako Where the story came from, I guess, to actually finish the entire thing um, that Jonah asked in catemaco actually a lot of politicians go there to get cleanses blessings to get more to ask for more power from the shamans and the nawales for their next election it's very spooky over there and there's also in the jungle where we shot at or near that jungle there's a satanist cave i was not going to go there of course (laughs) (laughs) but there's a there's an entire hike that you can do to very 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 scary cave that they got a big statue there of the devil himself, and a lot of rituals happen there. Got the known. If you even just Google for those listening, if you Google, Gotemaco witchcraft or Gotemaco shamans or anything like that, you will see some of the scariest imagery. And uh, we just had to film there, so a lot of the sounds of that jungle. Are real in the movie because there's so much energy in Guatemala. You feel it when you walk in, and when we went in with the crew and everything in the jungle, you can hear the birds and the monkeys. Everybody telling us to fuck off. Really, <laughs> 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 like, like
1: why are you here? <laughs> all of them.
3: And even like our actress when she rips her face off and she's screaming to the skies feel the power like she's like sientelo all the animals started to kind of go loud and crazy with her and when I called cut because I was like oh god (laughs) that was kind of afraid of herself like she I remember she said I don't know what came over me I I I feel like I I need to sit down and she really felt like something was inside her and you can see it in the in the movie like she's like yeah like it it's super cool. That's all. I know. <laughs> <laughs> no, no
1: it's super cool. No, it is cool because like this is the reason I wanted to bring up uh, satanic Hispanics too is because when I went back and I looked at your first short film, uh, Mistress of Bones, like that also that also was steeped in folklore. That also was in the middle of the woods. That also was somebody fucking with not necessarily a shapeshift, but like again an ancient what looked like an ancient power and that was only in 10 minutes so you only got like this little bit of a taste of it but it also goes back to what i've seen with a lot of your work now now that i've seen uh, satanic hispanics and i've seen like the whole thing that you have going on one thing that then you can correct me if i'm wrong here but one thing it looks like you're a big fan of is practical effects yeah like, yeah like it really yeah. looks like you <laughs> i'm
3: glad you thought that
1: <laughs> yeah because everything i've seen like honestly that's kind of something i don't I, I don't mind cgi here and there but like when i look at a horror movie one of the first things i look for is how they're doing the effects because if they're like at least trying to put as much practical effects work in as they can i usually just i'm a bigger fan of that in general but i've seen with yours like you seem to be pretty hardcore about that like is that is that for I real love-
3: there, yeah, no, no, it's for real. There's something about—I don't know—the texture of gore and things that are practical in general. I just, it's so much more uh, tactile, I guess. Like, you, it's almost like you can really grab it, and and it's kind of weird in my head. I'm so sorry, but no, no, just no, that's, when, that's a good when I was favorite. little, I don't share this very often because I realize maybe that's the reason I'm still single. But
4: <laughs> I really
3: was obsessed when I was little. I loved watching surgeries on TV when I was young. Mm-hmm. It was like one of the weird things. I was like, Oh, like,
2: why? I love watching surgeries. I love <laughs> it. Like, like I, I love Dr.
3: Pimple Popper. Uh, yeah. I don't
2: know why. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I, I love watching a knee surgery. Um, and i i think what needs to be pointed out I, a i i i think and as somebody who doesn't make movies but my opinion on on the cgi practical effects and i think maybe you can agree with us or disagree with it is that i think when a character actually on set has practical effects it makes the actors respond for at a, exactly.
3: a yep. it, 100%. yeah 100 they're actually reacting to all of it like they're really feeling
0: it's also, more visceral i'm them
3: sure having to react to uh prosthetics on them or the things on them they they have something to go off of and and i mean i'm coming from an actor perspective too and sure it's so much better yeah, you, you get so into it <laughs> rather than like,
2: so like some green tape or something like that um, <laughs> um like oh yeah your face is cut up and it's just like somebody with like tape. imagine green, green ta- imagine, <laughs> imagine the the grossness coming out of me um i think uh and just to make sure our listeners know is that uh mexico um I, my two favorite places on earth and all the places i've traveled to are scotland and Mexico, both of them yeah. ha- have have a um, a magic to it that is like like I'm not a very religious or spiritual person, but when you're there, you can just feel the energy. So I love that you're making movies there because uh, I've been to you know I've been to Colombia too, and uh, and uh, a couple of Panama and a couple other places. And like Colombia is amazing. It's like it's like being like nowhere else in the world, and I love Colombia, but. But, uh, but, but Mexico, there's just like, you know, I've, I've been to Colima, Mexico, I've been to a bunch of places, but like Kalima, I spent like some time with my work and, um, there's just something about walking around that place that just has an energy all itself. And, uh the people are the absolute greatest human beings i've ever encountered on the earth like it really like it, no it is like like you'll be like walking down the road and there'd be like a guy you know i'm a comedian so i always think i'm funny there's like a guy was like cooking uh cooking his chickens out on his uh on his grill out in front of his house and uh basically his kitchen and uh like i'm walking along and i'm like oh that smells good he's like oh you want some and i'm like no man like i don't want to take your food but you know what i mean <laughs> but like that but that natural that natural inc- like like I'm, I'm from the place where like we just throw food away so like i don't want to come here and like you know take your food and um you know but that natural inclination to be to just be good to each other and community and um and uh you know on that trip we got to um we got to the airport in guadalajara and uh the first americans i had seen in like two weeks one had a hat on that said tequila por favor and i like, almost cried i was like <laughs> that that's that's what you got from here like like it's like amazing like, you asshole <laughs> <laughs> oh my god and, and, and like whatever buy that shit because it supports those folks and there's that that's part of the whole economy i get it and like don't don't like if people are bumped like i get it like all those resort towns and whatever that like funds a ton of mexico and uh you know and those towns are fun yeah. too but it's funny when you get out there in those small towns of mexico is such a magical place so to to uh to to make movies there and to be able to like bring those things alive and package it into something that like like americans not only should be watching but need to be watching because uh, we're because we're not necessarily a healthy people like to to, to get to get americans no those... no way, <laughs> no way. Oh but, like but we're, but we're but we're not you know what i mean we're 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 problem people and we we got uh, emotional sickness and like and it's so to to see like that sort of stuff like it's just like it's just like warm to me because there's just so much like there's just so much quality there and and then also like it is like the most beautiful place on earth it is just gorgeous and so like to to i can't say enough great things about mexico and it's not like it's not some sort of like you know like i'm a white guy and i like this it's like you go there and you're like (laughs) no this feels good this feels good here and these are good people and um um so thank you for for uh, uh bringing those uh bringing those people to life for a lot of us who um are pretty closed off from those sorts of things you know? well,
3: honestly like that that's really beautiful ryan i appreciate it and that's that's honestly why i i i find that even through film it, if anybody can resonate with the stories I tell and have that kind of response, like what you just said and want to go to Mexico and want to experience it because you saw something or because you went there like that is exactly why I think also in film, we we want to share the authenticity side. And especially for me living in Canada, I miss living in Mexico all the time, though I'm thankful to live here. It's still some. it's a way to continue to share. And the Mexicans were we're very hospitable. Like, mm-hmm. like we we want to always share all our all, all our things, and I think that's why we thrive so much in in tourism and like wanting to share our culture because right. it's very it's very rich in in well, so many ways.
0: <clears throat> I I kind of want to jump into Bingo Hell uh, mm. on that because that's really what I got out of Bingo Hell was the sense of community in that movie and the love mm-hmm. that everybody like Lupita and Dolores were just the fucking best and like like they were so down for each other and the whole oak springs and everything the community and just and and they were like the the linchpins in like keeping it a thing but like everybody around them knew that and supported that and like it was just beautiful and that's the kind of horror i love when you set up a a a universe or a a world like that and then introduce the horror because that's when you care that's when because you've you've grown all of a sudden you love you feel invited in i loved that whole community before anything really got going you know
3: that's so awesome i really appreciate that that was a really uh that's a really challenging film to do because we we did bingo hell at the peak of covid Mm -hmm. we're one of the first shows to ever start to film and there was no vaccines. Uh, Trump was still a thing. Uh, you know, and, and this was truly at the beginning of, of what world are we living in now? And, I, and I'm and i very uh, a very animated person. So when I direct, I direct with, with my hands and my face. <laughs> so wearing goggles, mask, and a shield, I felt like I could. I, I felt so trapped. And, you know, it was one of those situations where, I like to be intimate with the actors to talk and collaborate and had to be yelling from far away everything and um uh, it definitely was a, it was a crazy experience but the fact that we were able to still still film it still do it and we were able to have um seniors as the lead actors that was a yeah. spite because you know at the time seniors were the ones that were the ones that had to stay away because they could get sick.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: And I remember that was the biggest fight. The studio was like, I think you have to change all your characters to teenagers or young adults. I'm
4: like, no, nope! <laughs> this movie
3: man! like my grandma. That's
4: exactly what <laughs> <laughs> happened.
3: To- uh, I'm and so glad you stuck the- to
4: that. <laughs> yeah, and
0: I hadn't
3: seen a genre film where, you know, abuelitos and abuelitas are the ones that kick ass. Like, I yeah, haven't seen that yet. so we did the best we could, you know, with what we had. And I'm just so happy to hear there's there's people like you guys that enjoyed the film because uh, the loved it Goal was to make a genre film, a horror movie you can watch with your grandparents. That was the goal. Uh, some people got that. Some people were like, man, I wanted more. But it's hard to please everybody. But you guys really I- got it. That, and that's super cool. <laughs>
1: also like the fact that Richard Brake was the bad guy that dude yeah. was, like <laughs> that yeah, dude, that no dude
0: he's just bad oh. before he even
4: opens his
1: mouth <laughs> legit so like you had him going against all the uh, you know against all the seniors and then like the fact that the seniors were just like no you fucked with the wrong bingo all like,
4: welcome to Oak Springs <laughs> yes. exactly.
1: Exactly. Right.
3: that's so my good. favorite line yeah.
1: like... <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and
2: then like you give it like you know it had a message of like, you know, like fighting for growth and change and that even if for something we we fought for we don't need to necessarily now like die in in it and so that was really cool and then like you know like the the world building you did with like you know like uh, him talking about how they had kicked the gangs out and all that stuff and it was just like everybody was just a real like there was a lot of moral character in that movie you know what I mean which made the like which made the events of the movie more tragic you know what I mean because you had people who whose intentions were good and wanted to just be good people living their lives and who are struggling with so much like external, like, uh, uh you know, like, uh, you know, uh, struggle and strife it's that it's, uh, that it really felt like, uh, I don't know, like you, you did a, you, like, it's the kind of movie that I really feel like it's like with me as a horror fan, it's like the kind of movie that I think the, like the, where the rubber hits the road, like, it's like a, it was fun it was super fun. Um, the bad guys are really clear. Uh, it has a, it has a pretty clear message of what's going on and why it's very bad. colorful. Yeah. Very colorful. Yeah. The, col- the colors were bright. The whole thing was awesome. And you were really stoked uh, at the victory. You know what I mean? Like, uh, like, you know <laughs> what I mean? Like you were like, you were like, yeah, these old people came and whoop that dude's ass. You know what I mean? <laughs> literally literally. <laughs> literally whoop Satan's ass. You know what I mean? Or, or, or so lust, greed lust guy you know what i mean like it's a um and uh you know and speaking to the bigger problems with greed and lust and how that destroys communities too and um you know i think that uh you know like like i love that stuff because that's why i love horror because like there's you know if you watch dawn of the dead you know there's there's an overwhelming message or there's it's not you know there's no mistake that it's at the mall you know what i mean that they you know what i mean like there's no you know just like looking at life from that like a sort of pan out lens and then finding something to put in there is is really good i uh yeah i just happened to come across it and i was like yeah i'm gonna watch bingo hell and then like i watched it and i was like oh holy shit and i came to these <laughs> guys so we were talking about vhs and they were like oh that's still that's Gigi," and we're like oh fuck and uh <laughs> I mean, um, I mean, like it. that's her um and i'm gonna talk I about real- like
4: the
3: coolest and like i almost feel like you guys are the the poly pocket i i, I need to have with me. <laughs> 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 the encouragement, i need to bring you
1: to me out <laughs> yeah, we're, just, a- we're just sitting here like she keeps on putting out so much good <laughs> shit just, like, she,
2: oh you, God. you don't know like like, this is all genuine too we're like we're like yeah. so, we're, so, we're such geeky fans that literally like if you weren't here and like the video wasn't rolling we would be talking like this like yeah. this That's is like happened. literally like, <laughs> like this is literally yeah. like this is this isn't this isn't like some sort of act like we like are passionately about this and um and then you also have a uh what do we what do we call them chapter vignettes what what is it called segment, for- segment? segment. yeah segment, segment. okay of yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, of the, the vhs uh 85 and uh um, the the latest the latest in a in a, in a very good, what, what I feel like is a very good series of um, anthology movies and as a I think it's awesome. it's
0: the best franchise in horror yeah it it's
4: really
2: is. it really is it's the strongest yeah, easily. consistent and um I, like I will tell you I I liked pretty much that entire movie. I mean, like I, I wouldn't give anything in it below like an a minus um, Yours got an a plus um, for a couple reasons. <laughs> um, that beginning the, what I loved is that you, you, it got folky at right at the end. And that sort of like, was like the, the tip of it, but that travel through that. And for anybody, I don't want to spoil it, but like the travel from the, from the hospital room to the, to the wherever the basement or the wherever they were um is is uh <laughs> takes zero prisoners i will say that it was um <laughs> it was how do you how do you write that i,
3: I, <laughs> <laughs> I had cool ideas a stray out my ass my friend like, <laughs> okay good, good good good. Oh, i love it but, but on, honestly like I, I i'm so excited uh that you guys enjoyed vhs 85 like i remember over 10 years ago when the first one the first VHS came out and then VHS 2 right after I think it was like what 2012 something like that. Yeah. I it was in film school and I remember saying to who now is my cinematographer best friend and everything. He and I were the only two horror fans in class. Everybody liked their their dramas and their comedies and you know all that stuff and it was just him and me loving horror so much. And I remember we saw that during film school. We were like, wow, can you imagine to be part of something like that one day? So ten years later to do VHS 85, like beside David Bruckner and Scott Derrickson. Mm-hmm. And all those those are heavy hitters that are on this one. And I'm a big fan of Mike P. Nelson. I actually really liked his wrong turn remake
0: like a lot. Yeah, you're <laughs> it's good lot. It's very good. Yeah, it's <laughs> very good. I think it's fantastic.
2: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I so- think I think it, yeah, rescued yeah. The, it rescued that series in a little way. Um, you know what I, I mean? I like, think
3: so, too. I think yeah. he did it because I loved the first wrong turn. And, I mean, the rest were uh, just the same thing. Sure. Yeah. 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 That's a good, nice way to put it.
2: Yeah, exactly. It
3: fresh <laughs> look. And right. so to be in in VHS 85 with, like, with dudes like that, that that's what they do and they do it well, you know, and it, it was like, okay, guys, this is the Mexican one. Let's go. You know, we were so <laughs> right. And uh, what's been really cool is that my segment, uh, since it's been released on Shutter, has been the one getting insane controversy in Mexico because mm. it's based on a real historical event—the earthquake of '85 in Mexico mm-hmm. City that killed thousands and thousands of people, unfortunately—and. What's been really crazy is that I, my my name's all over the news in Mexico as the filmmaker responsible. That <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like,
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like,
3: need man. If, if it's 40 years, not enough. Like, I, uh, yeah, I, yeah. I, it's, you know, that is not. It's not that I'm trying to make fun of you. I'm not trying to make fun of what happened. We live yeah. through traumas too, and sometimes yeah. the way to express some of this fears and traumas that we carry is through real life experiences and putting it in horror and being able to talk about it so i don't mind what's going on but like i have i've been getting shit on and what's funny (laughs) is that there was this tweet um that had like in hours like 1.4 million on it like this tweet views on it uh about the segment because this person um it's like a a a twitter handle or sorry an x handle (laughs) of the earthquake it's like called in spanish something like earthquake 85 something like that so this person for clearly did not know what vhs franchise was and thought that this is a documentary of reenactments, real things so he broke down my entire segment put the chunks was like this segment is is a, is a prohibited footage from the government and look so he started putting all these things in my segment start comparing the real news anchor lady beside mine that's just inspired by not based on just inspired mm-hmm. by sure and started saying like she based it on her and and this is is clearly trying to be the real news anchor the uh, news name that's called this and that like he broke it all down saying how offensive it was for me to do something like that and misrepresent the the real people that passed away on live tv and all these things i'm just, and and what's been funny is that even though people are like oh i can't believe it they're like now that I I knew I wouldn't watch it, now I want to watch it, and
4: like, <laughs>
3: I'm like, come along for
4: the exactly. <laughs>
3: and Some of the Mexican genre fans, I keep sharing it, uh, you know, talking about it, being like, clearly, we got bigger problems.
2: Right. Uh, I just want
3: VHS, yeah, <laughs> right. and it's so funny they think it's a documentary, and I just love one. One news article that said the filmmaker responsible for this is Gigi. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you
2: like, you're like, I didn't, I didn't know, I, I didn't know the limelight would be so good. Um,
1: that needs to be, that needs to be a laurel that you have in like your, in like your fucking bio that is just like 100%. the filmmaker that is so controversial that an entire earthquake twitter handle <laughs>
4: retweeted <laughs> right
3: well i mean satanic hispanics i don't know if you guys saw uh that picture on instagram or facebook but or twitter too uh we shared uh an entire video and picture of actual people i think it's in kansas religious christians uh protesting against satanic hispanics Yep. <laughs> and it's I a thought- do not watch this blasphemy of a movie still with yeah. and i shared it and i was like wow you know you made it when oh yeah yeah, yeah
4: absolutely <laughs>
3: and, and what's funny is that there's this one white uh, white gentleman at the end of the protest line and he's and he's carrying the mexican virgin mary and i'm like and what's that got to
1: do <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> oh so
3: great it's
1: so like, did you great. just go buy that just for this protest like, <laughs> like what, right, are doing? Right. what are you <laughs> Um,
3: I, I, I thought that was funny. My my mom, she was like, I you gotta lock your doors, and like, oh, there's i like, mom,
2: we're we're good. Don't you're, you're, just, d- right. She
3: thinks uh, it's uh, or something, she's she's convinced something's well, gonna
2: happen. Well, and, and I mean, I hate to tell them this. Uh, you don't make it look very fun. It's not like you're <laughs> making light of it. The, it's like it's like my favorite segment in the whole thing, and uh it's a I mean it's a lot of a bummer you know what I mean like it's like like nothing nothing super positive happens in it and they're not like
1: an earthquake party r- r- <laughs> right
2: nobody's like yo this is great everything's fine we're like laughing about this you're like no nah. And, like, <laughs> I, I, yeah, um, and i and i gotta say uh, to the family of uh, and to the loved ones of the newscaster that died on air uh, that's somebody who's in entertainment and as all of us in entertainment can say if they made a mockery or they made something of my death 40 years after i die dope like who books? <laughs> uh, like I- I'm a stand up comic. I'd be like, who books that? You know what I mean? Who books the- Who books the caricature of me? Like 40 years after my death? Like that's not like I guarantee you. Like if you believe in an afterlife, she's like yo. Dope, like yeah, yeah. You
4: no, know,
3: th- th- even the outfits really cool. Like, yeah, we, you know, but sure. I mean, we can say it's uh, based on it, right? whatever yeah. you want.
2: <laughs> I, I actually love that whole part of it too, because like it, it humanizes the whole thing. Like, it's like really good. Like, you 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 have a really good knack for. I mean, we're just gonna keep saying nice things about you. So just, uh, <laughs> but you have a you have a, you have a really good knack for like world building like that. Like, um, it's just like those like little like nuanced things that like create like uh oh here's like normal life here's like people just walking here here's uh here's a woman at work talking to her co-worker about like co-worker shit you know what i mean like it was like i like as a writer myself like i love that sort of thing you know what i mean because it's just like those like it's like that non-ham-handed approach to like 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 showcasing like what's going on which gives the juxtaposition of what happens after that particularly like with the drastic nature of what happens after that with like Impalements and fucking like buildings almost falling down and like and the, and then the building falling down part looks so real that it was like squirmy and if I'm squirming like if a, if a filmmaker <laughs> if a filmmaker has made me like literally squirm after the literally tens of thousands of freaking horror movies I've watched in my life, like <laughs> I'm still like oh yeah this is the this is the, like when the building like I don't know how you did it or what it is but the building's coming down and it's just like that's a lot you know what i mean and it's uh it's uh it's it's absolutely incredible and um and then they think they get to the safe place and lo and behold you know what i mean like and um and you know the deeper you go the rarer rarely does it get better um that's been my experience well,
3: that's awesome guys like i i really really appreciate that i mean for those who listening you know the reason why we we took this um this story was because something that's really really interesting about Oh my god, my dog's going crazy. Nacho, calm down. Come down. Okay. We're dog no friendly marriage. Marriage. Dogs can uh, no go earthquake. crazy. <laughs> um and
4: your and your, do-
2: and your dog's name is Nacho, which I is, don't know if you could tell course. by li- I don't know if you could tell by looking at me, but uh, <laughs> I'm a fan of Nachos and Nacho, your dog. So, um Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. yeah. Nacho can talk after... all the shit he wants.
4: <laughs> yeah.
2: My,
0: my name, name in after Spanish
2: class is Nacho. <laughs> name
3: them after the movie Nacho Libre.
2: <laughs> cool.
0: Yes. Perfect. Yes. Of course. Yes. It's beautiful um, but speaking of real quick i just want to um i haven't seen it but i read about el gigante and yes. oh my god i'm a huge pro <laughs> wrestling fan so is jonas uh, yep and i just read the the synopsis and oh my god that sounds incredible
3: <laughs> i would love to send you guys that short that okay. short is the short that's gotten me all the all the work all the buzz throughout the years and <laughs> Ten years oh, later, that'd be you know, awesome. You know, yeah, it you know, holds up. I'd love to send it to you.
1: Oh uh, uh, hell yeah! Speaking speaking of ten years ago, I have to bring this up too because this is the first thing I ever <laughs> saw by you, and I didn't even realize it was by you. And that was your your uh, piece of Mexico, Barbaro. Oh, that was goodness. so fucking fun. Yeah. <laughs> like Thank so, Yeah, have you guys have you guys seen that? No. Uh, okay. So, your, your segment of Mexico Barbaro is insane, and it's insane in the best way. It's called Dia de los Muertos. So, you have that. It's on that holiday, but it's you fucked with the wrong strippers. Like,
4: it's yes, literally, so.
1: that's basically what it is. Like, it's,
4: exactly, it's exactly.
1: strippers taking revenge on the Day of the Dead and laying fucking waste to people like it uh, is
0: that's my favorite
1: genre
3: <laughs> dude, it's so good. I, dude that's crazy you bring that up that that was one of my first short films that's like maybe 15 years old i was i was so young when i made that like that's awesome and that was for school i made that in school and i got in a ton of trouble
2: <laughs> <laughs> good, good. Yeah,
3: that's actually that was shot at the school too so when the <laughs> and there's all these beautiful half-naked girls, I'm like, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, that's awesome, you guys. Thank you. But uh, one thing I was going to share, you know, for those listening, how we came up with this idea for VHS 85, you know, as soon as they said, okay, 1985, like, go. What do you got? My producer Rainer was like, well, of course, the earthquake of 85. But what, without spoiling it, why I wrote what I wrote towards, you know, why it, it happened and all that. It's because in Mexico City, for those who don't know, we have an earthquake almost every year at the exact same date, mid-September, Whoa. all the time since that earthquake. We have had earthquakes since always Whoa. mid-September. It's almost scary that it happens on that day. And it's happened a lot. And it's almost, it's very spooky to, to, to know that. And it's... And also, I mean, Mexico City is built on top of an of another city, right? On top of the Aztec, like, city of the empire. Right. So, Mexico City is, uh, while also being on top of water, like, it's sinking every single day. So, it's just kind of cool to give our own interpretation as to why this earthquake. That's as far as I'll go. But, uh, It's definitely hilarious seeing this controversy of the segment and being like, wow, this filmmaker thinks that that's why we have (laughs) her. Bullshit. Like, it's like,
2: (laughs) he's no scientist.
3: (laughs) Blasphemy.
2: I don't know. I it. it seems pretty accurate to
1: me. No,
3: I, uh, sure. <laughs> yeah. I, I I I kind of want to go along with the ride being like, yeah, I made a documentary.
1: Yeah, yeah, purely factual. <laughs> purely factual.
2: Yeah. Uh, um so what what is your involvement with Luchagor? What is your
3: uh... Yeah. Are sure.
1: you this? you're the CEO, right?
3: Sure, el presidente. Yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I uh my two business partners are my producer Rainer Shima and cinematographer Luke Bramley who I went to school with we just co-founded the company we wanted you know what we really believe you know talking with you guys you really understand it like we really believe in community and partnership collaboration like we've never definitely or myself definitely I've never felt like a one filmmaker deal like I I'm just that one person even though a lot of filmmakers are kind of their own their own brand their own thing but for us Luchagor just kind of meant like family and it meant like what we are as a team. So Luchagor that's why we put it on all our stuff and uh so that's the company we 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 started so we can actually be be a brand, be a team of um, of um, all the stuff we love all the shit we do
0: <laughs>
2: yeah uh, and, and it's I literally love- the best name ever too yeah it's great <laughs> yeah. um yeah um, actually when i was the last time i was in mexico i decided i want to become a luchador i'm not even like a wrestling fan but like i was like i should become a luchador <laughs> i was gonna like, oh, call i was gonna call myself el mochahete and my my <laughs> my move was gonna be like grind people um you know That's um
4: perfect and then and
2: then we had a, a professional wrestler on as a guest and I asked him
3: There's if I like, could. <laughs> I actually want to make a character about
2: it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do it. Do, do it. Please, it's all yours. Um you know, I, I'm a huge uh uh in uh in Kalima, you know, they make a lot of uh there because it's uh like it's on the yeah. it's on the 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 volcanic mountain. And um I uh, um, then I talked to a pro wrestler about it, and he told me that I was too old and uh, and, uh, <laughs> and, and and too and too out of shape. Um, so I cried. I still have a little bit of morning shower cry, about but, it. but um,
0: we we told him DDP didn't start till he was like
2: forty something. Yeah. Too, so so, so yeah, I yeah, might uh, I might so I might uh you know I still occasionally I'm like you know that's that's my that's what I want to be as a uh, as a luchador like I just crazy <laughs> luchador so that's like my retirement plan like it's a huh? sense, so yeah I'm, I'm a, a
0: life long uh, wrestling fan and uh, I-, I started watching a lot of uh, the El Santo movies nice. uh, a few years ago and those are so rad I love that shit so much um, oh, <clears throat> Blue cool. Demon that's- and
1: stuff
3: that's where I named Nacho after after Nacho Libre <laughs> like, yeah. I, I had to do it
1: <laughs> Re- uh, real quick uh, before we get into the Sinister Six um, I wanted to ask you this about Gore have you ever worked with Amy Dumas uh, slash Lita from the WWE.
3: No, I wish
1: though. You know why? (laughs) The reason I ask is because she used to have a punk band called the (laughs) Luchagores. Really? I shit you not. Yeah. So before, like, and I don't, I think like occasionally she does like, uh, like, pop-up type of thing. They haven't been active for quite a while. But, yeah, like, when she was, like, I think it was at the beginning of her WWE career or, like, at the very end of her, like, original, like, ECW career. Um, yeah, she had a punk band. It was a horror punk band called the Lucha Gores.
3: Whoa! That's yeah. awesome!
1: Yeah. <laughs> so, it just...
3: about that name. Like, I, I'm not surprised It's it's been used before. It's, it's dope. Even though, it's like, true. I remember... When we came up with it, um, actually, let me rephrase that. I, 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 Even though I love the name, I hate that it wasn't me that came up with it. <laughs> of course. My, my white-ass cinematographer, blue-eyed man. <laughs> I during class, we were in class, and we had done a few shorts during school, and you know, we did five years of school, so we were there a while. And I remember during one of the, the classes, he turned around, he's like, I got it we're going to be called lucha gore mm-hmm. and, and I remember he was so excited and I looked at him like what really? <laughs> yeah you know it's like it's like luchador but like with gore because that's what we do <laughs> was so funny about it and then I don't I remember I don't know why but I was like nah that sucks and I
4: yeah,
3: <laughs> then fast forward two years three years later when after I think it was after we made El Gigante or Dia de los Muertos, whatever short that kind of exploded. I was like, Luke, Luke, what was that name you said that we should be? What's that name? (laughs) Oh, the one you hated? I'm like. He's like, well, I I said Lucha Gore. I'm like, that's right, Lucha Gore Productions, brilliant. He's like, but but I still I still get credit, right? I still.
2: Get <laughs> and, You're like, mm. yeah,
3: like, yeah, yeah. Well, we'll we'll talk about. It. <laughs> right,
2: right, 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 right. Listen, i know a lot of white people and we we definitely like credit it's like uh you know what I mean? it's, it's all we got we have nothing cool so we have to the only thing we can do is like uh take, steal, take, credit. steal shit from other people but anyways yeah go ahead
3: no that's great actually i think it was at the end of last year or maybe maybe beginning of this year i can't remember there's this um i forget their name but there's this amazing Uh, Halloween company that does really amazing silicone masks. I forget the name of their masks, but they came out with a luchador one called the Luchagore. And I start to get tagged a lot on Twitter being like, oh, copyright, copyright. And I was like, but now hearing that, you know, everybody kind of loves that name. I'm not surprised that people here and there come up with it
1: it's you a know. dope name like it's, it's straight it's, up it's, a, it's a sorry
3: Nacho show. we're changing your name
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> but no that's cool well, I hope you guys enjoy our Lucha Gore um, uh, animation uh, studio logo
4: yeah
2: it's great it's, yes uh, it's, it's, it's
1: so cool
2: it's so cool it's
4: i um
2: I, I went and clicked on the merch um and when you do come out with merch i'm gonna make sure to buy some because it's uh it's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah like we're the, all about it it's <laughs> like the coolest we
3: sold out of that stuff years ago and we've just been so Lazy, yeah,
2: you know, I, yeah, <laughs> well, that's that's, that's <laughs> yeah, that's how I would describe you. Uh, lazy, um, sure, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so lazy. Huh, huh, I run, I run, um, presidency, a presidente of El Lug- I've done a bunch of <laughs> you have a like a TV stuff. show coming it, out too. Yeah.
3: La <laughs> well, that La Quincey I wish it would come out, but this, this, we did it uh, a while ago and um. It was it was the very first studio project I ever did of like Quinceñera. And, and it, that short form series did so well in festivals and it got the buzz it needed. But, you know, that that division of Warner Brothers shut down. And
4: oh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and oh, like, oh,
3: so what happens now? Right. So, you know, I think it's definitely one of those projects. Hopefully they'll find a way to do something with it. But when when studios shut down, it. You know, the filmmaker kind of there's yeah. nothing,
4: to
1: do. yeah. Well, but you did so, about
3: you, to see it, loved it though. And I'm so
1: good, good. It looks rad. You did say that you are about to go back to uh Mexico City to start filming something though that might find your mom turn to turn you away.
3: <laughs> yeah, well, no, something that I, I'm going back to Mexico City to premiere.
1: No. Oh, to premiere. Okay,
3: so La Hora Marcada reboot which means the Mark Tower. uh, That was a very famous show in the 80s in Mexico. And this is the the show. It was almost like Mexico's Twilight Zone.
4: Beautiful, cool.
3: Actually started the careers of Guillermo del Toro, Alfonso Cuarón, even the DP, Chivo. All these awesome guys from Mexico started in La Hora Marcada back in the 80s. So now... um, Vic Studios, uh, Televisa, and and Univision gathered all the Mexican horror filmmakers Mm -hmm. and a few others from Latin America to reboot the show. And I decided to do a religious horror. And I know my mom's definitely gonna hate.
4: (laughs) It's gonna be
3: the one that my mom's gonna be like, "Where did I go wrong?" (laughs)
4: Let's
3: see what happens. But I'm so excited. this comes out very soon at the end of the month and uh i i can't wait i definitely said i don't think i'll ever touch religious things because you know i i believe in all that spooky stuff but i went pretty crazy on this one we got satanic nuns <laughs> <laughs> we go cray cray. so i can't wait for people to see this one
2: so oh,
4: yeah.
2: you um uh really are absolutely fantastic and uh so, so much cool. uh, <laughs> thank you so much for uh making like time for us and i literally can sit here we could probably literally sit here and throw praise on you for hours. <laughs> like I, this is like one of those things where like we like when you agree to be on we have we have we have an amazing guests every week and we have a lot of people that we really love you know like last week we had jason howden who did deathgasm and like you know and uh, just got approved for just Je- deathgasm too which we're really excited about and mm-hmm. uh you know and um a lot of things but like it's just really nice to like uh meet somebody who's out there doing the real stuff and uh make them, like really like uh, uh batting a thousand on the things that you're doing and uh and they're also like you know like cool and hilarious and like you know what i mean like it's uh we're we're very 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 uh um stoked to have you a part of this and uh oh, well, thank
4: you, guys. <clears throat> and
2: you're just super cool to talk to and yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly like like if you ever need like a best friend yeah. I, I got an opening so uh um, if you ever
0: need to kill a podcast in a movie, too. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, we'll we promote the fuck out everything. You think cool. you can handle the sinister sex? I, I think
4: so. so. Remind okay. me All right.
1: of- all right if there's just six to six opinion
2: questions there's no right or wrong answers i mean of course we judge the you know judge <laughs> <it> terribly <laughs> um, no we're kidding but and you can answer them as long or short as you want you can just answer or you can um, tell or, us why or tell us why yeah know, one the, one the they're okay. just opinion questions
1: know. you can even pass if you need to yep yep
2: <clears throat> all right first one
0: it's freddie or jason Ooh, that's mean that is <laughs>
4: that is
3: <laughs> Y'all, I'm gonna have to go with my with my homeboy Freddie for sure. Yeah,
4: yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. Yeah.
3: Anybody that you know haunts your dreams—that's like really getting in your personal space.
4: Yeah, (laughs) that's true. (laughs) true. (laughs) true. So
3: he's Um, he's pretty badass. Yeah, Yeah.
1: Yeah. hanging out my head, man. It's rude. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What horror
0: movie influenced your taste the most? Oh
3: i think i'm gonna go oh <laughs> <laughs>
4: I'm, gonna
3: to, I'm definitely gonna have to go with um with the uh, devil's rejects that was the movie that kind of woke me up
4: okay so oh,
3: right. devil's Rejects. i had never seen or heard of rob zombie until i met uh, my cinematographer best friend i keep bringing him up <laughs> the white ass <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> He's he, getting a lot of action.
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> he knew I loved horror when I went to film school, even though that's not what I was planning to direct. And he knew I'd watch stuff and I was totally being like, oh, I'm the biggest horror fan. He's like, have you ever seen Devil's Rejects? I'm like, what is that? He's like, wait, you don't know House of a Thousand Corpses? And he kept he kept saying all these like two hard punch in the face horror movies. I was like, what are you talking about? So he gave me his DVD of Devil's Rejects, <laughs> and he said, "Just watch this, and welcome to the dark side." That's what he said. To
4: me. You're awesome. <laughs> Next That's day, right, I was yeah. like, "Yo!" Like, and that actually
3: kind of like changed the whole game for me. And like the handheld and the greediness and the rawness. Nice. From that. Yeah. And I'ma always say that I loved Rob Zombie's Halloween. Mm-hmm. I. Mm, so, i <laughs> you, uh, love that I
1: throwing out hot takes
3: it. i actually just act one as an origin yep. i mean <laughs> so.
2: uh, you, you uh, gotta you gotta name your cinematographer because he's he should just des- he deserves the uh credit luke, What's his name? luke. luke
3: okay. he's the man yeah. <laughs> okay.
2: Right. and that is really a white dude's name so yeah, yeah. Um, so. <laughs> luke <laughs>
1: If he was, if he was, but preferred to be called Lucas, then he would be wider, like that, just a little bit wider. Yeah.
0: Um, (laughs) if you could erase one movie from existence, what would it be? And it doesn't have to be horror.
3: Oh, that's good. That's a good. (laughs) It's
1: (laughs) It's always our toughest question, too. Like,
3: wow, if I can erase one movie. I feel like I need the elevator music.
1: <laughs> <laughs> see, and it's it, it depends on how you want to go with this one because like Graham wanted to erase Scream just for the butterfly effect, just to see I, what I it love. Would Scream. Do.
0: I love Scream, all the Scream movies, but I think it was a game changer in the in the genre, and I think it it set the genre on a path. And I'd like to see uh, just for the chaos theory, wonder what would happen if Scream never happened, just to see
1: what it would happen with cinema. Yeah.
4: Oh, that that
3: now you're now I feel like you are asking this um, of to, to say a movie that's going to create create some sort of like.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, sometimes like so, a lot of people say, like, like, what was what's the one that you always bring up a nation? A birth of a nation birth of a nation or any of that like, kind of stuff yeah yeah, yeah, yeah like,
2: like terrible like terrible like there's terrible like right wing like sketchy shit messages there. yeah. messages and all that sort of stuff but so like you can fully just say like I hate this movie or I mean Graham pick that just because he's you know arty like that he's like an art <laughs> guy like you know what I mean <laughs> like, he, was, he was
1: embracing the, he was embracing the chaos I said to get rid of I spit on your grave because <laughs> I think that entire sub genre can exist without that movie and that that movie was just pure exploitation uh, uh, because i, uh, I love I, that subgenre, but i hate that movie so that's why i was like fuck that movie
3: i i respect that i mean the only movie that comes to my mind because i watch everything right mm-hmm. but i and i even like watching bad movies too yeah i, oh, for sure. I was quite traumatized with uh, with cats oh oh, that's a great (laughs) answer that's such a
1: good answer
3: (laughs) i don't think i I was high enough on any (laughs) (laughs) like i was like i need some sort of like for real substance <laughs> light and uh i think I, I think i'm gonna have to go with cats
1: seriously Love though it. fuck that movie that movie was actually <laughs> that movie was actually a horror movie like fucking dude rebel wilson unzips her skin and she's wearing other skin oh. underneath it
4: like, <laughs> it's weird
3: yeah it's
1: weird
4: yes. <laughs>
3: And I like some bad movies.
1: Oh
4: yeah, I like weird. I can quote the
3: entire Adam Sandler Little Nicky. I can quote (laughs) this cat's one. Don't even get (laughs) me
0: started. I love it. Are ghosts real?
3: Hails to the yeah. (laughs) And if you see one, feel one, know there is one. You got to talk to them.
1: (laughs) 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 Tell them that you are not a threat.
3: Even if you're shitting yourself, no, I think ghosts are 100%, 100% real. Just like aliens, Mm
1: -hmm. I
3: I think it's all real.
0: (laughs) I love it. I love it. Now I do too. I was on the fence, but if Gigi thinks they're real, I'm I'm (laughs) (laughs) in. You turned Um, him over to the ghost side. (laughs) All right. uh, Last one Midsummer or hereditary?
3: Oh, honey,
4: please.
3: (laughs) (laughs) That's an easy one for me. One hundred percent. I'm a go with. Hereditary, hereditary oh. for sure, show, for show, for show. Here's the thing. Midsummer, I respect it. I really think it was well made, but I, it was only the first act that did it for me, man. Like, I love the part where those people like jump off that cliff and the movie's starting to get good. I'm like, finally, we're somewhere. And I still was like, I felt like I was trying to ah, Give me some
4: and, uh, so
3: the whole movie. I was like, uh, uh, uh. like you know, I, <laughs> and what's funny without spoiling it. I do feel that both endings of those two movies,
4: mm-hmm.
3: uh, I feel like some people agree with me some people don't but without spoiling i feel like the both those films just the very bitter end like almost the last scene the last shots i feel like they ran out of budget i feel or, or they ran out of i uh, out of ideas and it was like and uh uh this we'll just do this oh <laughs> well, i'm not a fan of the two endings of either but Shut up. Shut up. This I'm not going to tell you who's here. But I'm getting food as you can hear. <laughs>
1: yeah. It's okay. It's a hot but, take. That's all right. <laughs> yeah.
3: There's something about the two endings that I was like, eh. <laughs> but but I still think they're really good. Yes. But but Hereditary to me really got under my skin way more. The acting was awesome and I just really loved that it was it was about a family dynamic, a dysfunctional family, but you mm-hmm. put on top of it I don't want to say it out loud in case people haven't seen it. All that shit. Ah, like it just it was just the great ingredients put together. And can we just say that Tony
1: Collette
2: is bad yeah. oh, amazing. Oh, yeah. Um, amazing. Like uh, And also the sound design, of the top. The
1: sound, the sound design of, of, of Hereditary. I actually like I, I rewatched Hereditary with headphones on with like good headphones on and the fucking noise that tony colette is making when she's sawing her head off like, was he spo- like we've already that spoiled the- this movie before but that sound of like hearing the piano wire and then just hearing the thump it was just like oh That's- fuck like her head yeah. you don't like- have to worry
0: about spoiling anything we we, we talk about ryan brings up the head with ants on it every week yeah old <laughs> girl's head with ants
1: on it yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's like yeah <laughs>
3: I got to say, I saw this amazing Halloween costume of Hereditary editor. was the, these two kids, one of them dressed up as the girl, the little girl oh, in shit. the orange sweater and the yeah. other kid has a tree trunk. <laughs> I, laughed. Oh, I laughed so hard. I oh, was like, fuck.
2: Really Whoever
3: sick. dressed up is definitely the parents. And only the
2: parents <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. So, <laughs>
1: Yeah. you also you also just made me think that it would be hilarious to be in a writing room for midsummer where they get so tired at the end of it they were like how should we end this thing like i don't know just shove them in a fucking bear and set it on fire
4: go like, <laughs> and just like, have her smile have
3: in both films i'm like oh oh
1: <laughs> right right it's just like oh it, it ended okay <laughs>
2: Well, that uh, well, you really killed the um, um sinister six as I f- fig- figured you were going to. So um, okay, of you, course, you, of course, you uh, passed the sinister six uh, gauntlet. Uh, recommendation time, Graham. What do you got this week? Um, this week I got I lost it. Okay,
0: I got. Uh, <laughs> so yesterday I, I babysat until midnight, uh, which is kind of rare for me because I had to get up at five. I didn't get home to anyway. I was watching. Uh, some screeners from Jonas and uh, yeah. he kept telling me to watch when evil lurks or when, when, yeah, evil, when evil, evil lurks. lurks. Yeah. It's amazing. Oh Jesus. And so <laughs> <laughs> like, I watched hell house origins because it wasn't coming up on the screeners. So I've had that thing for months c- hasn't come up. I watched hell, ha- or hell house and then it usually, which is super weird. It says playing next and you can just watch the next movie. And every time it's been scare package two, and last night, for the first time, it was When Evil Lurks. I was like, oh, shit, I'm going to stay up and watch this. <laughs> and so, oh, my God, this is what I wrote, what it was. It's, it's Argentinian. It's from this year, and it's written and directed uh, by Demian uh, Rugna. He did Terrify, or Terrified, and he's got a segment in Satanic Hispanics a great pretty rad yeah um and i'll say uh it it had the tone of the sadness and from black if they had a fuck baby and the fuck baby stepped in shit and then tracked it all over the house (laughs) while the parents were busy trying to keep a very small balloon from filling up with a thousand a thousand pounds of stingy pus Oh,
3: God, um, that's a perfect description. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and it doesn't really give anything away. I no, fucking no, love perfect. this movie from the top to the bottom. I couldn't Please. believe every fucking moment. I was like, this is why I watch horror. Like, it's my favorite movie of the year so far. I don't see that changing.
4: It's fantastic. oh my God. It's fantastic. fantastic.
3: Like honestly, it's the recommendation of this year, in my opinion.
0: It's it's so fucking good, and people need to see it. <laughs> um for music, real quick, I got Clowns, their new album, Endless. It's like if the damned grew up in San Francisco, they're on Fat Records, I think, now, so that tracks. Um, but the other one is uh, Reverend Kristen Michael Hader, her album Saved came out. <clears throat> uh it's it's who used to be Ligna Ingnoda. Um, who made music that was like the sound of processing a sexual assault, which is fucking, it's really good. It sounds terrible, but it's like opera metal. It's amazing and haunting. Um, this one, she changed her name to her real name, but through Reverend on there and changed Michelle to Michael for some reason. I don't know. She's amazing, but it's just Christian folk music. Um, the rub is that it, that's, it sounds hauntingly original and authentic, Uh, Right down to like this warped, abandoned cassette tape vibe that's really like incredible. And and the lyrics are harrowing and it's unsettling, but it's straight up Christian folk music played through an abandoned (laughs) cassette tape. And it's beautifully fucking produced, Hmm. even though that sounds terrible. So, yeah. Anyway, check those out. That's it.
1: All right. (laughs) uh mine's real quick i'm gonna do my physical media uh recommendation is the 4k version of the mist that just came out um and it's from Lionsgate. it's a steelbook it's dope it's got the uh, regular 4k and then it's also got the uh black and white version of the 4k as well yeah which is where
3: did you buy this
1: so it was at best buy um and you can also get it on bestbuy.com
3: i'm it's buying a, it now
1: yeah it's seriously <laughs> it's a it's a lionsgate best buy exclusive and
2: you're cut off can the miss
3: uh, took over him
2: did, the you, mute? did you mute can't hear you jonas
1: there we go my microphone just decided to be an asshole but yeah it's over (laughs) it's um yeah best buy.com uh and it's a 4k steelbook of the mist um i don't have any streamable stuff because i've been watching all your stuff and also watching all the screeners and stuff so uh when evil lurks is definitely my next recommendation too though because it is incredible so And then music wise, uh, check out Ren. He's a hip hop artist from UK. He's got an album called Sick Boy that just came out and it is fucking incredible. And it's all about mental illness and it's all about um, like struggles like that. So it's a phenomenal album. Ryan, what do you got? Um, I
2: got um, on Shudder right now. They have the Puppet Man, which I really enjoyed. Um, It's a little bit of Smile versus, um, a smile mixed with, uh, not versus, but mixed with like final destination kind of like, um, like it's a uh, puppet man's good man's good. Um, I rewatched Arachnophobia, which I watch every couple of years. Arachnophobia is fantastic. Um, like it is uh, uh, for music. I'm going to suggest the Messengers video for try. Um, the Messingers released another album. They are slowly morphing into Bruce Springsteen, uh, which is in my opinion, not a bad thing. And um, that video though does um, as a couple of their other videos feature friend of the show, Personal friend of mine, Noriko At, um, as uh, a crush the, of mine, uh, the alien. He <laughs> he's the alien in all the Messengers videos, and also um, he has a little off unmask time in this, and a uh, really great dude. All right, Gigi, what do you got?
3: Well, definitely when evil. I think when evil lurks, take the the recommendation. We all said it.
4: Mm-hmm. But,
3: Speaking of movies, I think this is the right recommendation to do uh, since there's a few uh, Mexican fans here, uh, as well as Ryan being a fan of Mexico.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: I think the right recommendation to do is what do you put on your popcorn? And that is Valentina sauce. Mm-hmm. Mexican yes. put the hot sauce you put on your popcorn when you. That's okay. Oh, no, you no. Grab Valentina sauce. Uh, it is delicious on popcorn. So get ready, my friends. That's what you need to watch. when it <laughs> <laughs> um, And
4: then
3: music. I've actually been listening a lot to I don't know why, but it's it's creepy and it's eerie and it's working for me during spooky season. Um, the 2018 Suspiria remake um,
4: mm-hmm.
3: soundtrack, the score. Oh,
4: yeah,
3: from New York. I think it's yeah. Name.
0: Radiohead guy. <laughs> it's
3: it's it's awesome, awesome score. And so I've been just listening to that, and I always recommend it around spooky season. This is the first time like I'm really like I just put it on when I drive. And I'm like, yeah, you know, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, that's that, those are my recommendations.
1: Uh, and where amazing. can people where can people find you?
3: So definitely uh, I'm one of the only Gigi Saul Guerrero's on Instagram Follow <laughs> me everywhere at horror Guerrero. TikTok as well. My videos are super dumb but funny. So you can definitely follow me on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok anywhere at Horror Guerrero or our company at Luchagore. So definitely follow us as we got a lot of cool stuff
1: coming up. Awesome. Fuck
2: yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Um, keep doing what you're doing and um um we're 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 big fans and when uh, please come back anytime you have a, uh have a, something that you want to promote anything like if you're I'm like sure. hey i have a good you idea you just want
0: some more uh, compliments yeah like if you're feeling <laughs> if, if you
4: if
2: you're I feel
3: wanna, i'll make sure to come back every time that there's people protesting <laughs> yeah
2: exactly yeah yeah i yeah. will uh i <laughs> will tell them uh, you know uh, what they can do with that um so um <laughs> so yeah you're uh you're the best thank you Gigi.
3: Thank you guys so much. Have a great night. Thank you. you. Thank Bye.
2: you
1: you too. Bye.
2: Well, what did you guys think? Was that amazing? I think what that was,
0: was awesome. that was pretty <laughs> fucking amazing. amazing. Yeah. She's the coolest <laughs> she's she really, really cooler than all of us yeah she's uh like, she's i fine. mean like as like, in the mm, world yeah, like
2: yeah <laughs> <laughs> right like like uh yeah i mean we couldn't be more uh more pleased uh to have such amazing guests on and uh, be able to uh get you guys the um you know the access to that sort of information because uh that is that is blows my mind that's what i want to listen to and that's who, that's who that's exactly who i want to talk to and exactly why we started this uh this program so
0: she's now too
1: I, dude she actually like did turn <laughs> that was pretty amazing
0: <laughs> that was, no, she, she, she's too passionate about it
1: seriously I she's can, literally the type of person that makes me happy to be a fan of the genre and to be able to do the shit that we do yeah like you know i know i know that we like complimented and praised the fuck out of her while she was on the show but like deservedly so legitimately somebody who's that passionate about the genre and somebody that's putting out the kind of content that she is and making horror accessible to like so many different types of people and different groups of people especially just different groups of marginalized people as well and like telling their stories like that's what the shit's about you know like it just it makes me so happy
2: that's what uh that's what yeah that's why that's why i like this you know what i mean like that's why i I don't like you know like like jingoism war movies and shit you know what i mean like it's just not worth it to me you know what i mean to like that you know what what i mean like it's just like so um yeah so no um yeah yeah, we were very i
0: fucking love
2: horror from other cultures too because it's it's
0: just new it's just and and it's in and they take the time to tell you yep. and, and
2: and it's fucking great and i mean we could have. i didn't want to like be too geeky with her but like i could have went off on how great of a writer she is i mean i did a little bit about how her nuanced approach and world building and stuff like that like mm-hmm. like the clearest understandings of of our of uh that culture i mean reaching past la la Llorona, which isn't bad like i didn't like the conjuring universe la la Llorona, but the other one that one the other th- one was dope. The other yeah, one was dope. Yeah yeah, 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 But it's but it's like but you know but um um they really dropped the ball in the Conjuring Universe one, which is too bad because it could have been really good. Um, so I I don't know. Like I I'm very happy to have her on. And um um just so you know, like uh we have Patreon and we do. um it has all sorts of different um levels and tiers, everything from a dollar to twenty dollars. And if you like what you're listening to here, uh support us because uh you know we're like doing things like we're using that money to go to to go to Texas. Um we're
0: uh, we're already building an incredible army of the goddamned yep, with uh w- with Drew Mull Downey, Stephanie Gurley, Katie Wyking, Chris Fortune, Alan Graham, Bacon Bits the Cat, Angela, Jasmine Pettit, Jason Daniels, Jake Jolly, mom. Ron Knobloch, Kristen Pearl, Manny Velazquez, Coleman Rosenberg, and Ryan Smith. Welcome. And listen,
1: I want to tell you guys, you army of the goddamn, all of you guys are already included in this because you guys have already gone to the Patreon and joined the army. So you guys are going to be in a drawing on Halloween for a bunch of cool physical media shit because... Your boy Jonas right here is going to cut into that mental illness a little bit, and he's going to downsize a little bit, and he's going to send all that cool (laughs) shit to you guys because I have an obsession, and sometimes I double dip on shit because a new cooler edition comes out, and then I have to get rid of the other one because (laughs) if not, I'm an asshole, and then I have to look at my DVDs my Blu-rays be like, you piece of shit, you double bought that.
0: So I have four different versions of Texas chainsaw. I dude, I know, and like <laughs> fucking
1: like I like I recommended the new Mist four K Steelbook because it's dope. And guess who already has a Blu-ray of the Mist? <laughs> like this fucking guy. So that means that one of you is also going to now have A Blu-ray of the mist uh, (laughs) along with other shit like I have horror pack stuff in there I've got Blumhouse stuff in there I've got like all just all sorts of shit there's even gonna be some steel books in there for you but you got to be a part of the patreon to be in that drawing so you got until you got until Halloween until the night of Halloween I'm even gonna give you during the day of Halloween to join it and whether it's a dollar or whatever everybody included
2: yep um, let, me that one. let me see. Let me see. New Zealand has moved right up the charts. Um, our intro, mm. as it always happens with um, with uh, whenever we have Jason Howden on or any new any Kiwi on, we always end up with um, a big push in New Zealand listeners. And uh, uh, welcome, stick around. We love you. We are the New Zealand loving people. Um, we are like we love new zealand um so uh stick around we love uh, austria too we uh, uh we uh, united states is number one our love for that um is um an interesting conversation um the uk yeah. the uk is uh number two our love uh, for our listeners is n- an easy conversation is an easy conversation <laughs> our love for the actual nation um different conversation but uh, england <laughs> scotland and wales um um fantastic uh groups of people um we're we're all about it um germany coming in a solid oh, i skipped over canada canada you're can't you're canadian and up and, and we love you thank you for listening um
1: Canada, can canada is canada. always <laughs> kicking ass I kick. love. Um, I love that. Do I love that? Our guest that we just had is both Canadian and Mexican. Like yeah. because, like both of those places fucking love us, and we love them. So <laughs> yeah, much they, better exactly.
0: than right in the middle. Right, the, <laughs> it's the a soggy middle part. White
1: like,
2: Oreo you know, bullshit. Right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Um, We love you guys, but also we are the United States. So like kind (laughs) of sometimes (laughs) we're
2: we're like, we're like your drywall punching guy that you're like, uh, you're like, oh, he's okay. But we're still punching drywall. Um, Australia um, right uh, right after Germany, fucking Germany, still fucking hanging in there. Uh, Australia, Sweden, Turks and Caicos, India, Mexico. God damn. Like, where are we? Baja, Hidalgo uh yeah it's fucking amazing mexico city you know um you know oaxaca Like, i feel like
1: mexico is gonna start climbing up those charts here yeah i I hope so god it was like if we just were
2: like like the number one horror Film interview podcast in Mexico. I literally, seriously, and I'm not even fucking around, would be probably the proudest of that as of anything I've done in my life. And that's like raise two kids, like, you know what I mean? Like, to, <laughs> to, to success, you know what I mean? Like, to it's like call your
1: daughter right now, be like, I'm sorry for what I said on the podcast. But yeah, like- but, but, but <laughs> I meant it. But- She'll show you.
2: <laughs> she knows me. She gets it. Um, yeah, I get it. It's totally cool. <laughs> um, but like uh Mexico, Poland, uh, Netherlands, France, we did really good france puerto rico um, czech republic ireland switzerland spain taiwan brazil philippines italy russia finland belgium norway Ar- argentina I-, I can keep going it's it's um we have listeners in all we these could amazing- name the
0: entire world
2: well i mean i mean we kind of could we kind of <laughs> could and it's uh it blows my mm-hmm. mind and uh and as somebody who uh who really just does this because he he loves it and he loves the product and he loves, uh, loves his co-hosts and, uh, you know, 99.9% of the time. Um, um, you know, I'm just kidding. I, I better
0: be a hundred percent today at least.
2: Oh, you're two thousand percent today. Yes. <laughs> now, I actually love you guys hundred <laughs> percent of the time, hundred and ten percent of the time. Uh, Same. Um, you know. Um, but it's a uh, yeah. So this is some real shit. So thanks everybody for tuning in and uh, uh, go watch uh, all of Gigi's shit and uh, and uh, support that stuff and support. And uh,
1: fucking come see us in all in Austin at Altercation Fest. Yeah. Like, fucking come see a live show because we're gonna do a live podcast with multiple guests and we're interviewing com- fucking awesome
2: comedians and uh, we're going to be funny. I'm sometimes a comedian. You know what I mean? So
0: always uh, a ska median.
2: I'm always like a median. God n- damn n- it. Not <laughs> all, uh, <laughs> And just remember if, if Lizzie, if Lizzie, if Lizzie Borden's parents try to DM you, uh, don't open it up because they've been hacked. Anyways, <laughs> we will see you soon. We got another great episode, actually another great interview coming tomorrow. So we're going to be loading up right before Thanksgiving. So you will have plenty of uh,
1: Thanksgiving uh, even. Or, uh, yeah. <laughs> or uh,
2: halloween no like
1: also before thanksgiving we have a fucking great <laughs> november coming yeah, yeah we, we got really really amazing
2: shit and uh um yeah and uh i don't even like
1: thanksgiving no um, we're gonna give you shit to make your parents uncomfortable when you talk about it it's gonna be great yeah, <laughs>
2: exactly exactly so i uh, love you all uh start fires break class. thank you